London's biggest conversation continues with Steve Allen, LBC 97.3. Morning team, nice to be company. Welcome along to Friday, thanks to Bill. He's back with you on Sunday with a bit of uh, food and uh, drink. Not quite a bit of food and drink, I should imagine. Thank you for your texts and emails. Gosh, we've had a stack in overnight. Also give you the rundown on what's happening over the uh, weekend. Plus, of course, we'll have the racing. Good Lord. The all-important racing we'll be having later on without added extra music, I shouldn't wonder. So, steve at lbc.co.uk, 8 for 850, and we'll try and get as much in. Two new books. No, I tell a lie, one new book. But it's a fantastic book, which I think if you love uh, theatre, you're going to need to add to your collection. Because this is our weighty tome. I can't even tell you how much it costs. But when I tell you what it's about, anybody who's in showbiz is going to absolutely want it. Plus, of course, we've got the papers. I know Bill's already uh, been through those. But there's, uh, there's some more stories in there. Some which will get you going, some which will get you thinking, and some which will go, oh, not that one again, please, not that one again. Uh, all the front pages are full of the same thing. Uh, Jade Goody. Simple reason being that as Jack Tweed uh, has got a tag, he's got to be back home by seven. So on her wedding night, she can't spend it with Jack Tweed. Of course, that's his fault. That's nobody else's fault apart from him. So, you know, if he thought he was going to get married to her before, surely he must have thought of the implications of going around and beating up a little 15-year-old, but quite clearly not. So he's tagged. He can't spend the wedding night with Jade Goody. Uh, and uh, that's the night before the wedding. Which, of course, is traditional. You don't, I think, anyway. And on the wedding night, he won't be able to. Because he's got to be home by seven. And the prison governors have said, no, we're not, we're not changing it. I'm terribly sorry. You know, the reason you've been let out early is because you're tagged. We don't start waving it around because uh, this happens and that happens. I'm sure the people behind the scenes will be uh, trying to, uh, to do it. But uh, they say, sad Jade alone on wedding night. She won't be alone. She'll have loads of people there. Loads of people. Um, another one here which is talking about uh, the arrangements for the wedding, and they've got some more pictures of Down Hall, which I told you we know very, very well indeed. And they say 300 guests. I don't think she knew 300 people. Do you think there's going to be people there just for a, a photo opportunity? 8 for 850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Uh, let's have your thoughts on that one. Plus, of course, we'll, uh, we will be doing a little bit later on... Oh, I think John Warrington's popping in, because it's Friday. We shall go back and rescue the coffee from the machine, which we've started making, and it's probably still... We'll have another one, actually, I think, now. I bet you anything, the coffee machine is now broken again. On the way through, we were so excited, it actually said working, because it never works at this time of the morning, that we tried to have a cup of coffee, and then we got caught up with the clock. And we went, oh, my God, we've got to run. Got to run. Also, the real-life romance for the slumdog Dev and Frida, because uh, they're going out together. I thought she was married. I distinctly remember reading in the paper the other day that they said she'd been through uh, some sort of a wedding and that the moment she became famous, she ditched the husband or the boyfriend or the fiancé or whatever he happened to be and now she's going out with, with her co-star, which is great, but come on, it's only one film. Very nice indeed. Some people make one film and then that's the last you ever hear of them. He's got to do second film, third film, fourth film. If he's going to go into Bollywood films, which he might do, that's great. But they tend to go in Bollywood films for established stars. They don't tend to use uh, children. But uh, it is the 20 million rupee question. Which promising young actors cuddling up with gorgeous slumdog millionaire co-star Frida Pinto. Uh, Daily Star this morning have got the old picture which they ran couple of days ago of Jade in a, in a wedding dress, but this is not the wedding dress that she's going to be wearing because this was the fantasy wedding in Las Vegas that they did and she'd always said she wanted to get married. So quite clearly, uh, as she gets to the end, people say, well, you can have whatever you want. So I think uh, his mum has decorated her room in pink, which makes her happy, and bought pink pillowcases and 
pink duvet covers, which is quite nice. Uh, and I think she's going to be exhausted by the wedding. They've had to build into the wedding dress, quite clearly, uh, pockets and things like that to keep the uh, the morphine in so that she can have the, the drugs as the, as the ceremony goes through. And it's only a blessing. I know that the hotel's licensed for weddings, but I thought it was just registry-type weddings. So we'll talk about that a bit later as well. Uh, also, her, her legacy, how much uh, money is going to be uh, made and the campaign. And if, if it gets more people going for cervical smear tests, fantastic. Plus, yesterday, where did we go yesterday? We decided to take the, uh, the God Kids down to Greenwich. So we got the boat, which was very nice. The ship, boat? No, it's a boat, isn't it? We got the, uh, the boat and we got that at Charing Cross Pier. So that was very nice. And we'd only gone two stops and it broke down. And it was one of those fast things. It's a NatWest skipper or tripper or whatever it is. It's very fast indeed. And, and so, so we all get off and we stand there. And eventually we get our one and we go all the way down to Greenwich. Well, I, I hadn't actually got off at... Oh, he's not cleaning the machine now, is it? Oh, sod's law, isn't it? Sod's law. Can we have some water then instead? Might as well have something in here. And, um... Oh, sorry, what did I have that? Yeah, so, so we get off at Greenwich. I'd never got off at Greenwich before until I went down to the theatre there. And that's, I drove anyway. And, uh, good God, is that, heavens above, Hillary Clinton on the television looking like she's been so Botoxed. She doesn't always scratch with her face. Doesn't look at all normal, does she? Peculiar looking person. Anyway, sorry, I, I detracted myself. So we go down to Greenwich. Well, I'd never seen so many food shops. Greenwich is absolutely awash with food shops. In the middle of it, the Cutty Sark, which is all under wraps. You can peer through, you can't see anything. But uh, they, you're going to be able to walk under it when it's all fully repaired. Still can't believe it burnt, but it, that's a huge operation. Went and had a look at the painted uh, ceiling. Uh, this is the room where Nelson lay in state down there, and they've got one of the tickets. Really fantastic. I mean, you walk into this room and you go, now that's what I call a painted ceiling. So for all of us to go down on the boat from Charing Cross Pier was... And you can, we had a cup of tea on the boat as well and got some chocolate for the kids and things like that. But it was £40 return. Because Danielle, being five, went for free, so that's good. So it was 40 quid, and they don't seem to do a discount unless you've got a travel card. And not just having an Oyster card, it's got to be a, a, a paid-up one, not a pay-as-you-go card. So we didn't get any discount on that. So it was 40 quid there and back. But to be honest with you, it's well worth it. This thing, when he puts his foot down, it's fantastic. So we go all the way down there, and we decide to go and have lunch. So we look around various places, and by God, there's some rubbish places down in Greenwich. The sort of fast food dumps that appeal to students. You know, students go, oh, I'll eat that, because it's full of saturated fat, and I don't really care if I'm fat. And uh, most of them are, which is a bit of a shame, or failing that. You know, they either go so thin, there must be something in this stuff, because all their jeans fall down the back. And, and so we eventually find uh, one place, and it's, um, uh, what's the red one? Um, French uh, Café Rouge. So we go in there, and there's no people behind us. So there's six of us going to eat. So we order breadsticks with garlic butter and something else which has got caramelised. Well, we wait forever and a day for this stuff. My God, we wait forever and a day. Slowest service ever, and yet they all appear to be rushing round because you would have thought half-term you get more staff in because everywhere was packed, every food place in Greenwich, chock-a-block. So we get all the, uh, we got all the kids seated down. They have Cokes, we have a bottle of wine. And we drink the bottle of wine and we're still waiting for the starters. Now, between you and me, a starter takes about five seconds to do. Merci. And uh, so we're sort of sitting there. Eventually, the breadsticks arrive. How long does it take to do breadsticks? OK, so, and everybody speaks French. Oh, so sorry about this. Which I quite like, actually. I thought that was, uh, that was, that was pretty cool. 
So we get that, and of course, by this time, we're so blooming hungry. We'd sat on a boat, we'd got off the thing, we'd waited for 20 minutes till the next one came along, and then we got another one down there, we'd done the painted ceiling, I just wanted to go to the toilet, have something to eat, glass of wine. So we did that. And then we wait about another hour for the main course. I wouldn't mind, but it was it was all standard stuff. You know, they make this every day. They're not sort of creating different... It's a standard menu in cafe. We wait forever. In fact, we waited such a long time that the people behind us, the people to the left of us who came in after us, were eating their main courses. We're still sitting there with an empty table. So, of course, me being me, I kick off, don't I? Because you cannot have children sitting there at five years old, falling asleep at the table, because they're waiting for something to eat. And also, I wouldn't mind, but Dan was only having a bowl of chips. So, eventually, I said, listen, you know, I don't want to be, you know, rude, but we were in here before all of these other people. They've all been served. The excuse was, from Café Rouge, um, well, because you had a starter. I said, we only had breadsticks. Oh, we waited till you'd finished those before they then cook your next course. I said, we could wait till hell freezer. By this time, we'd done another bottle of wine. So, anyway, I said, well, it's, you know, two hours to wait for food is just a bit too long. Anyway, they then galvanised themselves into action. Manageress rushed over. Listen, uh, have another bottle of wine on the house. So, by this time, we're under the table. You know, so it made no difference whether the food turned up or not. I'd have eaten next, next, next table's food. So we had three bottles of wine by this time. The kids had overdosed on Coca-Cola. And so we have the main course. And uh, that was fine. So it's very standard in Café Rouge, and it's, it's passable. Uh, and then they came around and said, listen, uh, would you like coffee's dessert? On the house, on the house. So I thought, well, at least they'd made an effort. So the bill for all of us, and they knocked a discount off, was 90 quid. I thought for six people, and that was some breadsticks. Three bottles, admittedly, we only paid for two bottles of wine. And uh, Coca-Cola's, and the main court, 90 quid. Pff, probably about right. But at least they made the effort. Some places, they don't even make the effort. They made the effort to go, listen, we're sorry. We're really short-staffed. The kitchen are blooming useless. Uh, so we'll actually compensate for it. So we did that, and we got the boat back, and it was really nice. And I got in about half past five, and I was exhausted. And for the second day running, I've got in and not eaten anything. Because I've had a late lunch. So that was, that was quite good, wasn't it? And then... Then... If, uh, if, uh, if it mattered. I'd open up the paper this morning. And there's uh, Julia... Is it Julia Bradbury? who's on uh, Watchdog. Well, it turns out... Now, I never liked her when she was on Channel 5. I used to think she was one of those pushy kind of people. It turns out now, poor soul, the Daily Mirror report, that she's being investigated by the police over an alleged £20,000 free flights fiasco. So I thought, well, I can't imagine what this is. She works on Watchdog. They want to know whether or not the presenter, who exposes con men and businesses on the flagship consumers show, abused her frequent flyer status on at least ten Virgin Atlantic flights. Police are looking at eight occasions since May when air mile points were allegedly added to Bradbury's Silver Flying Club account instead of being removed. She's also alleged to have taken two flights worth 6,000, sorry, 8,000, without losing any points, but with none being added. And claims have been made that on several occasions she had air miles credited for flights she didn't make. Virgin Atlantic believe they may have been defrauded by a minimum of £20,000. Well, how would she do that? How would that be any... I mean, surely you can't add these things yourself. Police have received a complaint from the airline bosses. and The BBC have said Julia's denied any wrongdoing and has not been contacted by the police about this matter. Well, she's plastered all over the papers, poor soul. So automatically people are going to think, oh, wait a minute. I love the way, though, they never actually asked the person involved... They asked the BBC, can't she speak or something? She's certainly fairly outspoken on the television, so why not speak over this? But in an interview 
She told of using an American Express card to collect air miles. She said, I often use the miles to go to South Africa, where I've got lots of friends. Then she boasted of buying a Porsche for 40000 and added, if there's one thing I've learnt on Watchdog, is that you should look after your money, because if you don't, there are plenty of people out there who look after it for you. She's quite right, of course. That is, that is the sound advice from Watchdog. And I do love it. Yesterday, they, they found some bloke who was uh, ripping people off over Bulgarian flats. And people had lost thousands, 50,000, 60,000 pounds. Money people can ill afford to lose. And that's what the programme's good at. I hope to goodness me they're going to hang on to Julia Bradbury. Much as I don't like her, because I think Nicky can do the programme all by himself. His new quiz show is rubbish. Pants. Absolute pants. Anyway, uh, oh, look at the time. Good grief, honestly. Time marches on, doesn't it? Quarter past five is the time. Alan. Morning, everybody. Nice to have your company. 18 minutes past five is the time. Dawn, morning. Well done to Gary as well for, uh, for alerting you to that. Oh, I must tell people, um, if you go to the Steve Allen website, which is steveallenshow.com, there's some information on there, which uh, might put a smile on your face. So, steveallenshow.com or steveallenshow.co.uk. You're quite right, actually, Dawn. Facebook kind of worked a treat in this case, didn't it? Absolutely a treat. Uh, and I can't tell you the answer to your PS. I might, I might tell you nearer the time, actually. It's somebody you're aware of. Somebody you're aware That's all I'll tell you. It's got her going now. She'll be worrying about that all day. Uh, forecast for the day. I did take my umbrella and I said to my driver, Stephen, this morning... Because we were talking about the weather. On the, for some reason, us Brits talk about the weather. We talk about the weather. We talk about how bad the snow was. We talk about all that kind of stuff. And I said, I brought my umbrella. He said, I noticed that. I said, because I have a feeling it might rain a bit this morning. And I've walked out the building before, and it's been tipping it down. And, and you think, I'm really not going to cope with this very well indeed. But it says here, more patchy rain by late afternoon. Cloudy, odd patch of rain. So no, my luck. It's, it's going to tip it down this morning. Maximum temperature, 11 degrees, and, uh, and I'm out. So yesterday we were out on the river all day with the kids, which was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Wonderful. It was a good day out. You got back and you felt as though you'd done something. And then this evening I'm off out for, uh, for dinner, which is quite nice. And being treated for dinner. That's all I can tell you. Being treated for dinner, which is quite nice. 84850, Steve at lbc.co.uk. Let's whiz through some of the papers, shall we? Let's, let's give our, our spin on the world. Our spin on the world is that, uh, that uh, three and a half miles deep, 620 miles off Africa, the size of Wales, a legend for 12,000 years, have they found Atlantis. Have they found the lost city of Atlantis? You remember, of course, the man from Atlantis was Patrick Duffy, who was in uh, Dallas. And uh, now they say it's a lost metropolis under the seabed, the lost city. I mean, it sounds fantastic, doesn't it? For those people old enough to... If you go and Google it, you'll go, oh, that's fantastic, that's really nice. I like that. If it is, it would be wonderful. Trouble is, it's three and a half miles down. And you might say, well, that's OK. Titanic's only two miles down. You work out how deep two miles... It's a long way down. Three and a half miles is quite a long way. But it would be great if they could uncover a lost city. I don't think it's going to end up like that, but it sounds fantastic, because everything will just fall down, won't it? It's like when they find tombs, you think, wouldn't it be lovely to walk in there and everything is just perfect, but it's been there for thousands of years. Uh, here's uh, the princess in pink, Jade Goody, getting her dying wish of a bedroom in her favourite colour. As I said, they've adapted the, the wedding dress, and for some reason they have a, a bishop. He's on call as well. He's an on-call bishop. So what sort of bishop he is, I've got no idea. Uh, they say that they've got loads of people invited, including... Jonathan Ross. Strangely enough, in this paper, they say 150 people have been invited. In the other one, they've said it's 300. The Sun have said it's 750,000 from OK, whereas everybody else knows 
that it's 700,000 because Max Clifford told us about that the other day. But we will have it on air on Sunday. Sunday's when she's going to get married, and the reason you're going to have it is uh, because Andrew Pierce is not here on Sunday. Instead, thrill upon thrill, Richard Maidley is sitting in. As I pointed out the other day, at least it'll guarantee him a bigger audience, so that'll be good news for him. And he's going to talk to Max Clifford, who must be the world's busiest man at the moment, and he'll bring you up to date on what they're doing for the wedding. Who's actually there? Because I'd like to find out. It's in the middle of nowhere, though, downhall. They won't be able to park cars on the little roads, because you just cut, there just isn't enough room. You've practically got to sort of park one car up the side before you can get the next one uh, round it at all. Uh, 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Uh, Joe, I don't know what you're talking about, dear. So what you're talking about? I mean, are you, are you in the same world as everybody else? Quite clearly not, I'm afraid. You're a very stupid little person. Uh, another one here. A lot of people invited me to go on to, uh, to Facebook. And uh, I'm not on Facebook. As far as I know, I'm not on Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook, thank you very much, indeed. But it turned out to be very useful for, uh, for a number of people. Uh, another one here uh, says, Do you think uh, Joe O'Meara, Danielle Lloyd and Kate Lawler will turn up? I would think so. Where they're going to park the car... And they actually, on reflection, they've got a fairly big car park around the back of the hotel. But it is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, one here from uh, Angela, who says, uh, Steve, which Richard Maidley is on on Sunday? Surely not Richard as in Richard and Judy. Has he joined LBC? Then perhaps we could have Margaret Thatcher for the afternoon programme. Now, that would be a coup, wouldn't it? That would be a, an absolute coup. You get, you imagine Margaret Thatcher doing a... Doing a a program on LBC, but Richard's here on Sunday morning. Uh, I think for a one-off because Andrew Pierce is off. I don't know more, more Botox or something like that. So uh, details on that coming up a little bit later. And uh, one saying, uh, Jade has made younger women more aware of how important it is to have a smear test. We said that the other day. We said that the other day. If it only gets another twenty people in there, then good for them. But most people don't go. I'm afraid they really do not go and have smear tests. But it is so up. They don't. Sorry? It is up. Yeah, but so it should be. It's yeah. highlighted it. Yes, it has. Says John Warrington. Good morning. morning. So it, it should be. It's been highlighted. But uh, it's amazing how it takes this. It's not like it's something new. No, 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 They've no. been doing cervical smear tests for Christ knows how many and years. And in fact, in my, um, I always remember, you know when you sit in the doctor's surgery, if you go to the doctor's, and they've always got those notice boards up, you know, stop smoking and yeah. all things like that. And there's always a thing, you know, certain days of the week, uh, cervical uh, smear tests. Yes. Yeah. But the trouble is, it's the, it's the most cancelled test. Well, you mean people do book they it? They book it and then and they don't no, bother they don't going. Go. Fear. That's why. Fear. Of course it is. It's like all those things. It's it? Because you remember when Nick Ferrari did his thing about uh, prostate cancer and he said, I'm going to do it live on air. People, oh my God, not sure about that. And the team started buying face masks and everything else. It's a blood test. Mm, that's all a prostate is, test yeah. is now. It's a blood test. You can have it done as part of a standard thing. They came in, they do a little thing, a finger, and that's it. It's and like your tell blood you. pressure and your um, cholesterol levels as well. Well, you, you could do go... all these on a stick. You can do a diabetes test on a stick. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't well, it? Well, you don't need to worry about it. And also, you can have the, uh, well, blood blood test you do on a stick. Di- uh, what was the other one? Diabetes you can do. Don't diabetes you do. I don't think you can do cholesterol. I think they have to actually take the blood away and look at the cholesterol yeah. levels. Yeah, they had a very strange thing on Watchdog last night exposed, which was you went into, I think, Superdrug or a number of other chemists, and you put your fingers on this thing, and it told you what you were allergic to, what oh, yeah. foods. Turned out to be a pile of old rubbish. Really? Poo-pooed by all the experts at all hospitals, saying, this is just mumbo-jumbo. Because they used to prick you, didn't they, in various places. Nina Mishkoff told me she went for something and was told she had an intolerance to milk. Really? And has she stopped drinking milk? Apparently so. I got very drunk with her But it could be very dangerous, because if you tell somebody they're intolerant to something that they're not, or that they carry on taking something they could be intolerant to, 
It turned out, I mean, a watchdog was saying it was a load of old mumbo-jumbo. What? That no one's... What? The well, test? because they actually went in there and tested, and the test results came out different every time for the same person. Oh, well, that's not Ironically, good, Julia Bradbury. <laughs> Poor soul. So that, of course, isn't very good. Um, another one quickly here. So try, and, try and whiz through these uh, emails. Peter says, I've heard that girls allowed have said they want to play at the wedding. They have, but I don't, it's not going to happen. I think Max said the other day, it's highly <laughs> unlikely. Highly unlikely. Highly, now, is it, what, is it the... D- Don, what's the name of the hall again? Down Hall. Why, why do I know that? Uh, because that's where the parents of my godchildren got married. Ah. At Down Hall. So I went and stayed there for oh, three days. Lovely, isn't it? Oh, it was okay. I wouldn't say it was lovely. It's okay. It's an English country ho- house hotel? Yes, it features in a book. But they, they've got pictures and they go, one of the sumptuous rooms. It's got one sumptuous room. And that's you <laughs> go through the added reception, turn left, and you're in what can only be described as somebody's sitting room with big leather couches and magazines. Oh. I think it was done more for location, because it's quite near to where she lives, isn't it? Yeah, it's ra- round the corner. Yeah, so that's, and, that's why you should but, do it. To be honest with you, I mean, it's, it's, it's very nice. It's got mm. little rooms they put in, but it looked like it was fading a bit. It looked like it needed a good tart up. But, you know, OK will go in there, and they will dress that in the most incredible oh, way. Well, I sh- they'll, they'll have done not only dressing it, they'll have done the guest list. Yeah. They'll be there with security to make sure there's no cameras. This is a, this is a paid-for deal. Of course. And having been to a paid-for OK wedding, yeah. you're yeah. frisked. Yes, of course. You no go cameras. you go through metal detectors. They take your mobile phone away. Yes, they, they take. You've never seen like it. It's it's well, like they, they can't go to the White it. House. Remember the whole thing with the, the Madonna wedding, which was up in Scotland. Yeah, now you know helicopters flying above and people trying to get pictures and stuff yep. like that. And I mean, she didn't have a deal because she's got so much money. She didn't really need a deal, did she? It was just a private wedding. Look where that ended up. Well, yes. <laughs> well, re- well re- look where this one's going to end up. That's the sad thing, isn't it? At least you know the end for this one. Yeah, yeah, that and is And that's sad, a sad but... thing. But they, they, they've adapted the wedding dress to put the equipment in. Mm. So The morphine. The morphine. So yeah. it'll, they'll just add pockets so they can keep it in there, because it's only like a little box. I mean, she's thing. only really doing exactly what we would all do, really. I mean, if suddenly we were all told that we had terminal something or other, whether it be cancer or whatever you have, mm. there there would be certain things, you know, people sometimes say, oh, you've got six months to live, and you go, oh, I've never been to Buenos Aires, or I want to go on yeah, a well, boat. What happens if you haven't got any money? The greatest, well, you know, OK, so you adapt, but if you haven't got any money, you've only got six Can't months anyway. If, you if you've got a house, you could, you could sell it. And that you would probably wouldn't do. I would always time. advise people if they were told they've only got six months to live, don't tell the bank. Go and get a loan out for six months, <laughs> blow the lot, and say, go on, "Come and come and claim it from me." It doesn't matter; they'll take it from your estate. They will. That's they the will. trouble. They yeah. do take it from estate. It's the yeah. old thing, isn't it? That all oh, your debts die with you. Actually, they don't. No, because they immediately. Well, the government want their their little share. Yeah, yes, and they they'll do. claim it from anything that's left. All right, we can take a, a short break, uh, and uh, Yvonne says, "I think Jay should take time on a wedding night to have with her boys." Of course she will be. Where do you think she... They're in the same house. Mm. Are people quite mad this morning or not? It's LBC. This. LBC 97.3. Steve Allen. Allen. Text 84850. I don't want to do is break any more lines. No. Anyway, where are you? Oh, yes. Uh, see, Gordon in Betchworth. Morning, Gordon. He says, uh, it's Caroline's birthday today. Send my love and tell her to put her left hand on the floor by the bed. Really? What's I don't know. Mean? I don't know what that means. Left- oh, there must be something on the floor. Yeah. What, though? Yeah, the answer is, is yes, probably. Absolutely probably, Gordon, for May. Probably. Incidentally, uh, if you go to, uh, steveallenshow.co.uk or steveallenshow.com, there'll, uh, be something to put a smile on your face this morning. 
<laughs> nude picture of me. <laughs> only. Steve in the bath. Steve in the bath. <laughs> or Steve buying an they oven. They asked me the other day in the podcast, Aid said to me, he said, have you got, because Adrian runs it, he said, have you got any more pictures of you? And I thought, we've got the pictures we use for the show, haven't we? Yeah. But I can't remember which ones we've got of me. And he said, he said, because every time we put pictures up, he said, we, um, we get all the, we get so many hits. I said, well, I'll try and dig out some more pictures. Uh, to put on the website? Yeah. On the Steve Allen Show website? Yeah. No, yeah. On, the, on the LBC website. Oh, on the LBC website. Yeah. Yes, there's loads, there's quite a few of them. Uh, we're all on there, all your, yeah, all yeah, your yeah. contributors. Yeah, There's pictures of us. Quite worrying, isn't it? Yes, it is very scary. <laughs> uh, uh, Liz said, uh, was Darren the sixth person at Café Rouge? No, I was the sixth person. I was the sixth person. There's five in is our that, family. I, I, five I, I, plus one. I was a slightly concerned when I was sitting in the back of the car this morning with my driver, Andre, yeah. who was a fan of yours. I, I seem to get why. most, most, most of the, uh, the drivers that we have seem to be listening to the show. Thing, Stephen you, this morning said, I'll catch you yeah, later. Would you like the radio one? I said, yes. Could you put LBC on there? Boom. And it wasn't, didn't have to tune it. I said, it's 97.3. He said, I know didn't have is. to tune it, just came straight up. I said, oh, we listen all the time. He was from Belgium. And yesterday, he, he went on the um, Euro Tunnel yesterday, and he was surprised at how empty it was. So he went all the way to Belgium and back yesterday, in a day. Good Lord. I mean, you need five days' notice to go from Waterloo to Twickenham. I do. <laughs> he <laughs> so strangely, I sat on a train yesterday, and my worst nightmare, I get, or before, before um, I say anything, please send me love and support today, says Jan. I think I shall need it. Absolutely. I do hope so. We're hoping for some good result by the end of the day, Jan. So sure good what, luck. What's the name of the, um, the, the, the guy that works with Jan, that I know. I can't remember his name now. I don't know. But I do know <laughs> him. I do know him. Oh. Yeah, she, it was funny. He used to come to the... He comes to the club sometimes. And oh, okay. He always sends, says that Jan sends her love, and they're threatening to drag her down one Saturday night. I don't think you'll need to threaten anything with No, Jan. we'll open she's, later she's quite for good. you, Just open later for her. she'll never want to go home at five. So I get on the train. It's the Reading train, and it's packed. Would be. It, I mean, it is packed solid, and there's three girls there eating burgers and chips. There's... St- Stench was unreal. What time of the day is this? This was five o'clock. Oh, this is after three bottles of wine, which well, we will discuss at full length later well, on. Well, that was three bottles of wine between three of us. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was I bet, all right. I bet Chris and Sharon didn't have that much. <laughs> they were in charge of three children. Don't look at me like well, that. Well, I was roughly in charge of three children. <laughs> really? Because, well, because uh, Danielle was sharing her crisps with me, <laughs> and uh, right. and then Nathan was it, Nathan was in charge of getting rid of. Uh, all the, the empty cups that I was disposing of, <laughs> poor soul, honestly. Ten going on fifty. Was it white wine? Yes. Yes, it was. It was. But they did well, because normally places just go... I mean, put it this way, I can go to certain places like Joe Allen's and they would do this without even thinking about it. But very difficult in restaurants, they just go, well, we're really busy, I'm very sorry. They made the effort to sort yes. of come over and say, listen, can we get teas and coffees? Because the children were, you know, a bit tired by this time. Yeah, it was a very long lunch. It was a fairly long yeah. lunch, I have to, even by my standards. You didn't explain very well about where the ceiling was. Oh, the ceiling is in the Royal College down there. The Royal College. And it's College. just called the Painted Ceiling, mm. and then over the road from it, or just over this little bit of grass, is the chapel. But the ceiling you go in, and it's a huge hall. I mean, it's vast. The walls are painted, the ceiling's painted, and it's the place that Nelson's body was rested. Laid in uh, state. Laid in state mm. there, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really impressive. You walk up these huge steps, mm. and it's all laid out with tables. It used to be a hospital for poor people. And here she is. Right. And uh, <laughs> it used to be for people who couldn't afford to go to hospital. It was... All the benefactors' names are written on the ceiling. I mean, it's just... It's beautifully done. It's like a, you're standing under a, a Michelangelo painting. It's mm. just stunning. But all the people who gave money, 50 quid, 100 pound, whatever it was, to build this so that poor people could get hospital treatment... That's excellent, isn't it? Lovely story. It is a nice story, yeah, but it's nice. worth going down to. Just for the trip on the Thames. Mm. Just for the... Hugh, Hugh Broom said, why don't you go down to the, uh, 
um, the Thames Barrier. Oh, yes, I've done that. Which was a bit further on, which yeah. I didn't do that. He said it was good. Yeah, it is good. It, good? it is very, very good. And also, the, um, the palace, um, Queen, is it Queen Anne's Palace at Greenwich? We didn't do that. that that's the beautiful is building. Is that the nice one? Yeah, the white building. Yeah. It's at the bottom of the park. That's solid, though. The trouble is when you're half term. Three, three kids around, you're right, half term. <clears> yeah, it costs a fortune in the end, doesn't it, that day out? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we actually got... Let me try, I can tell you exactly Couple what it cost. 40, 130, probably in total... About a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty yeah. pounds, and, that, and you only went to, you only you went, went to on Greenwich. the boat. <laughs> you went, you went for lunch, yeah, and then you went to see the. You didn't cost you anything to go in and see the ceiling. No, that, that that was free. Yeah, you could walk free. in the grounds and go in and see the ceiling for free. Although we did put money in as a contribution, as contribution to the upkeep. Yeah. Yes, because uh, I took my uh, godchild a couple of years ago, and we went down the, um, we went down the river on one of those boats, the two of us, and we went on the Docklands Light Railway as well, and then we went to, we went to see the Cutty Sarp before it was burnt down. Just sad. I'd forgotten it was so near to, yeah, to where. You get off the there, boat. isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you get off the boat. And Covered we, in tarpaulins. Well, it's being, it's being put back, isn't it? Yeah. And then when we went back up, we went to the Tower of London, and then he said, oh, well, the day's not over yet. Can we go to um, the Natural History Museum? Because they have the dinosaur exhibition there. So off we went on the tube again. Done. He lost his ticket, by the way. So I bought him a day ticket. Within minutes of getting on the train, he'd lost it. So, anyway. But I think I spent about £170. Yeah. We nearly went, after we came back, and it's only because I went, listen, I'm really tired, my shoulder's aching, Chris's back was hurting, so we all got aches and pains. That's the wine, ladies and no, gentlemen. No, 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 we had the aches and pains before the wine, <laughs> and we were going to go to County Hall, to the uh, movie museum, Mouveia. Oh, yes. That's which is, new, isn't it? Yeah, but it's fantastic. Mm. I mean, it really is. For kids, it's just brilliant. And then you can go to the Animation Art Gallery as mm. well, and have a look at some of their beautiful animated art they've got. But I was so tired, I just wanted to, because I had to walk over the bridge, and yeah. your heart's pumping, my neck's aching. And you have been up since two o'clock in the morning. I had been up since two. You didn't come home, did you? No, no. You just hung around and yes. then went up. It makes the day very long. It does. Five o'clock really is like two in the morning. I don't think people realise. Graham says, "Watched my video recording of the Brit Awards last night. What a pain in the rear end and embarrassment that so-called actors from Gavin and Stacey were. I must be getting old because most of the winners in my wine were rubbish. You can see better groups playing in the pub circuit. Strangely enough, all the TV reviewers have said exactly the same. The guy from Gavin and Stacey was an embarrassment. I agree. I watched it. Total rubbish. Why do they put these people on there? Why waste everybody's time? And the set. Did you, did you see any of it? Oh, I can't bear the Brit Awards. No. Even Steve Hargrave agreed with me that it's, it's just not what it was. That's why you record it and then watch it on Fast Forward, because you, you have to skip through yeah. all the rubbish. But it's it was, great if you're there, because you're just drinking loads of wine, but you've got no classic. idea what's going on. In fact, there was a lot more coverage in the... I mean, you, you know, the Girls Allowed one for The Promise, which I think is a great song. Somebody told me last night, because I had to check, I said, were they... In fact, a friend of mine worked on the show. I can't tell it anymore, but he worked on the show. And I said, were they singing live? He said, yes, and by God, you could tell it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> he said, because they're so Blooming awful. They can't sing. The Pet Shop Boys thing at the end mm. with Lady Gaga and uh, the other guy, I can't remember his name, but he's from one of the groups. He was for, That was sensational. Yeah. And I kept that. Cause but do you remember? That's because if you go on to, I think it's on YouTube, and you put in Pet Shop Boys Brit Awards, go west. Mm. And the Pet Shop Boys, some years ago, and it always stuck in my mind, came on, and they brought on some 200 members of a, of a male voice Welsh choir. Yeah. And they had them all in hard hats. You've got the Pet Shop Boys being all oh, very camp like this. <laughs> and, the, and the men going, go west. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever. It was amazing to look oh, at. Oh, it was amazing to look at. Yeah, I've fantastic. seen it in one of their concerts. Yeah. But that was very good. But in fact, the, most of the papers are talking about the, um, what happened at the Shepherd's Bush Empire afterwards. And uh, that they did this concert, this sort of 
finale concert where, you know, the, the guy from, uh, well, Bono, your favourite person, and, but Gary Barlow, I know you don't like Bono at all. Oh, God, you know, I can't sit with Bono. Another can I. What a stupid man. <laughs> Mind you, he's made 400 million, and for the, you know, for a lot of people listening at the moment, they go, oh, he's made 400 million, that makes it fine. He's got a fabulous hotel in Dublin called the Clarence. Yeah. Really lovely hotel. Yeah, but even so, I'm just saying, it's, I'm, I never liked you two. But the Joshua Tree, that was the only one I liked. But the, uh, but, uh, the Chris from Coldplay, um, said that it, th that was the highlight of his evening. Oh, it was just what they all played, didn't they? They yes, all played. Right, yeah, they went picture. to Shippers and yeah. it was, uh, Gary Barlow, Chris from, um, the uh, Coldplay and Bono and a band and they all sort of like just sang impromptu songs yeah. together and he said it, it was I quite like that idea I, I think do that's too. good that's, that's the good. real Brit isn't yeah. it um, but I do think that that stage setting I mean you haven't seen it it's like a f I don't know what they were trying to do they were trying to conjure up a British seaside town so they had all this what grass for? they had sheep a uh, uh, Cow, plastic cows on the stage. Gavin and Stacey came on with Carlo Minogue dressed in these strange red outfits with knee-length high boots. They look ridiculous. Yeah. And it just wasn't... And even Kylie, she, she didn't... I didn't think she gelled very well with them. A, she didn't get their humour. And B, it looks... She looked... They look silly. Yeah. They just have a... The trouble is, it's presenter. the Brit Awards. And the Brit Awards, to put it in a nutshell is the industry awarding itself awards so that they can shift albums. That's all it is. Yeah. They're shifting albums that nobody else would be interested in. It's a glorified booze-up, really. It is, it's a booze-up. And yep. by God, we've seen some booze-ups there, from Jarvis Cocker yep. interrupting Michael Jackson yes. to all the other disruptions, people swearing, hitting each other. Apparently there was a punch-up backstage. And what about the Sharon Osbourne? Didn't she do it one year and made a right oh, mess of it? Didn't it? All of them did it. Oh, right. her, her husband and the kids were, were presenting it together. And it was a terrible Isn't it strange? Mess. At one time, I know we've got Sharon Osbourne coming up in Piers Morgan's uh, chat-show. And actually, he That's gives on an Sunday, interview to one it? of the papers, and it's so funny. There is a... I, I had to, to mark it. I'll see if I can find it in a minute. But it's, it's uh, Piers Morgan. Oh, here it is, being interviewed. Mm. And he says, I'm like Marmite. There are those who like me and there are those who don't. <laughs> Which I think works for anybody who's successful. Yeah. I'm a bit like Marmite as well. But my favourite line is at the end. He says, um, does he have a message for his critics? And this is the message that anybody else can use. He says, yes, it's this. I'm very, very, very sorry that I'm such a fat, talentless, useless has-been. And I'm even sorrier that when I read your critique of me along those lines, I'm usually lying by a pool in Beverly Hills <laughs> with a magnum of champagne next to me uh, and chatting with Sidney Poitier and Woody Allen. And that's exactly what it is. Exactly. It's so funny. It's so funny. I think people seem to think you're going to be hurt if somebody writes in and goes, oh, I've seen a picture of you, you're fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> What's the problem with that? That's the way he is. But Sad I don't think people. he's fat, actually. I think Piers Morgan's a very good-looking man. Oh, he is, absolutely. He says he's had his teeth whitened. Uh, Carla says, do newsreaders have agents? Absolutely. Uh, yes, they do. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Every newsreader I know has absolutely. got a, an agent. Absolutely. Without doubt. Yeah. <laughs> 84850. Uh, please say hello to Rob, says Mark the Bailiff. So say hello to Rob. Morning, Rob. There you go. Uh, uh, John used to see Chris, our marketing manager, at Heaven. Ah, yes, Chris. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, he doesn't, I haven't seen him for a while, though. Yeah. Jan, you don't think we'll need to, do you? I can't say any more on that. You have to go to SteveAllenShow.com website. I can have these, uh... <laughs> I can feel a broken light coming on. Bill says, for the last week or two, I think it's about a week, actually, your show has turned into a two-hour Jade Goody roundup. Of course, because she's front-page news on every single Absolutely. paper in the world. She is the main talking point on every single radio station and every single newspaper. Uh, that's exactly why. And every news bulletin. Yeah. She's on the news every night. Every night, there has been a piece on the news. Yeah. Uh, even Sky News. Absolutely. BBC World. 
old news. And in fact, actually, if you listen properly, you will discover that we don't talk about that all the time. No. Unless, of course, you are completely tone deaf. Just been talking about the Brits. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uk. Uh, Phil says, do not think it's now getting a bit macabre. I know she wants to make money for the kids, but I can't bring myself to read it in the papers. Well, it's, it's her wedding. <clears throat> to be honest with you, and let's, let's not sort of beat around the bush here, whether it's deeply unpopular or not, she's going to have the wedding, you're going to see all the pictures in OK Magazine, you don't have to buy the magazine, it'll no. be in all the Sunday papers, well, actually, it won't, because no, she's getting married Sunday, so it'll be in Mondays, but they'll be limited, um, and you'll see her arriving, and that'll be it. And all we're interested in is, who the hell's going to go? Who's well, the guest list? And, and Max Clifford, who's a very clever man, oh, remember, he's extremely clever. You know, I'll tell you, if ever you wanted to sell a story about anybody... And, and, and you didn't know where to, you'd go to Max Clifford. Yeah, absolutely. He knows call everything. Max, call Max Clifford. Call uh, Max. And the thing is, he was in being interviewed on, I think it was Sky News the other night, about it. And he, the, the, the woman that was interviewing, said to him, you know, do we really want to see this? You know, it's a very sad story. And there she is. And he said, look, it's as simple as this. We are going to film Jade as long as she's up to it. This is what she wants. Mm. She's lived her life in front of the cameras. That's why, how you all know her. You do not have to watch if you don't want to. Mm. And it's quite right. And also, bearing in mind, in about three months' time, you won't be reading about her ever again. No. So, you know, this is her, this is her bit of fame. And let's face <clears> it, it was only a few months ago she was the most hated woman in the world. Absolutely. So it's kind of a bit of a turnaround. And the, the other thing about it is, is that, of course, she's not the only one. There are lots of mothers all over the world in exactly the same position. The difference is, and my argument's always been, they're not sitting on a million and a half quid. They're, no. they're going to die with, with nothing, which is a shame. No, but exactly. we think about them exactly the same as everybody else. 14 minutes to six. BC 97.3. Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Text 84850. 10 to six is the time. Uh, Richie... Another Richie. This is from Chingford. Richie Didn't think Chingford. we had two people in, in, uh, called Richie. He said, in the mid-80s, I spent six months based at the Royal Naval College in Greenwich for a submarine officer's training course. The painted hall was used as the officer's dining hall, so we were spoilt by our surroundings most days at mealtime. I expect that at the time. Most of us took it for granted, someone. Do you know, it's stunning. You walk up there and they've got all the tables laid out mm. with candelabras on them, but it's... You can imagine it with beds in there. And this painted ceiling that you go... Blimey. Beautiful. I mean, it just, you know, to, for anybody who says, and I said to my driver, Stephen, this morning, no matter how many times we complain about London, that it's filthy, it's dirty, it's full of nasty, horrible muggers and disgusting people, um, I still love it. It's also got some of the most beautiful buildings oh. in the world. It's got history, it's got culture, and I, and I bought myself, um, How We Built Britain, you know, the David Attenborough series. Oh, right. So, right no, David Dimbleby series, not David Attenborough. I was going to say, why would David Attenborough be yeah. building Britain, <laughs> but I, mean, I didn't, Dimble, didn't say So many anything. Davids. <laughs> and I, and I, 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 when it was out on television, I loved it. Anyway, I searched around and I went on the Steve Allen website, uh, for the, uh, The DVD uh, price check. Yeah, at Amazon. Amazon. Best. Uh, it was £8.98. It was £17 everywhere else. That's two discs, six programmes. If you just want to see how beautiful this country mm. is, buy yourself that DVD. Yeah. Because it is... He goes through a journey... Did you see Alan Titchmarsh's one? Oh, no. He, he walked around the country as well. It's wonderful. And you think, do you know, we're so... I know. I mean, I drove through and they blocked off a road here. And Steve, my driver, said this morning, I said, listen, just go round the back. And he said, I can go into the square. I said, no, don't bother. I'll walk up through. And you walk up through and there's menacing-looking people walking towards you. And you think, don't you work? You're coming out of a club at this time of the morning. I'm going to work. Yeah, you're going to work, I know. And, it's, um, and a lot of people just don't appreciate that anymore. But That's we have got a lovely country. 
it's beautiful. I love and the it. buildings yeah. and everything else is just sensational. I've said to people after we did the, uh, I did a, a riverboat trip with with Giles. Mm before he got married, and I said, go down the river, it only costs you, like, a fiver one way and perhaps get a bus back or something else, and just look at what London looks like from the river. It's fantastic. It is sensational. It is. Go to Charing Cross Pier, get on a boat, go down to the Thames Barrier, do something like that. Or go either way. Go up the other way. The other way to Kew... And then to That's Hampton Court. a bit Court. longer, actually. It's a lovely journey, It is, but though. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I was I can't astonished at how lovely Kingston was. I know you look at me like that. Because, no, but Kingston... Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> that's not nice at all, actually. No, that, that's even worse. <laughs> Much worse. Do you remember that programme on the telly they did about Kingston? Yeah. And they featured on the hospital. They had to have armed guards on the hospital because every night there was at least 12 stabbings that yes. went oh, no, in there. Dr- yeah. Nobody goes God. to Kingston. No, well, no. people do go to Kingston, yeah, but, but they're still well away from the, no. the main town. But the thing about Kingston was that when you do the journey from... I, I got on at Hampton Court, then I got on at Kew. You get off at Kew, and then you come through. And that stretch of the water, and you're, you're right, it is quite long isn't it? Mm. But the houses that have mm. gardens that go onto mm. the river and then Kingston looks like Paris. I mean, There's one very near beautiful. Hampton Court and it's a glass. I think it's, a, it's called a Huff House. A Huff House. And it's yeah, probably worth about four million pounds and it's all glass and they've ju- all they've got is so simple, just green grass that rolls down to the water's yeah. edge and in summer they just have these big jardinier things with bright red geraniums in. It is beautiful. Now, isn't a Huff House a German house? Yes. Which they bring Kit over. Form. Yeah, which was just featured on Grand Designs, one of my favourite yeah. programmes. It was on last night. Oh, I love Grand Designs. I love it. <gasps> this, this German couple, this English couple, had bought this house in Germany. Oh, it was good. They oh. divided it into two. Her, she had her bit and he yeah. had his bit. Wonderful. Good stuff. Richard says, talking about the Brits, when Florence and the Machine collect her, her, collected her award, the sound was intentionally muted for around ten seconds during the acceptance speech. Seemed a bit odd. I wonder why. I, could have been anything. Oh, it was very strange. That happened about three times. And this little thing came up and it said, sound is muted. And I, I don't know why. For swearing, probably. Probably swearing, swearing. yeah. Uh, Keith says, best double act on the Brits was uh, Samantha Fox and Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> Everybody says that, actually. <laughs> I like Sam Fox. Yes, I, I quite like Sam She's Fox. She's fun. I knew she was gay years ago. I never understood why people... She was... All there were these silly stories in the papers about Samantha Fox going out with this man and Kit well, and all course. the... And I remember thinking, I don't think so. Her grandmother used to listen to me. Might still listen now, actually. You never know. Uh, 84850, steve at uh, Very quickly. Um, I find John Warrington very interesting. Says really? John. Well, that's nice. I'm blushing now. That'll be a backhanded compliment, I should imagine. <laughs> you, <think so>? yes. <laughs> not a bit you never, you never get compliments at this time of the morning. I always <laughs> well, that's think not actually. bad. Compliment before six a.m. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, another one here, uh, Steve. You're right about girls allowed. Cheryl can't even hold a note. She can't. She can't. Can't sing for toffee. Well, even Simon Cowell joked about that when they performed that on um, X Factor. Yeah. He said she went bad. She went bad. The one in the middle, I'm not sure about, because the girl, the blonde girl, who used to be a drunk. Oh, Sarah Harding. Yeah, now Drunk I've, at the Brits. I've, Drunk uh, at the Brits, apparently. Again, and every picture taken with her, she's there with her mouth open. I just want to put cement in, <laughs> you know, and go, I'll tell you what, love, keep it shut, because we're looking for a site for the next airport. I have actually picked her up off the floor once. She was drunk. The Poor trouble girl. Is, think about this logically. They're all... They're all fine as a group. If they all split up, at least Cheryl's got her sort of, you know, mamby-pamby ways on the television. What are they going to do with Sarah Harding? What can know. you do with somebody who just bleats on and is just a bit naff? I think she's a bit better now, though. She's, she's calmed down. Well, she's had she? to. Her liver must be shot through. Well, yes, and... Especially if you drink at such an early age. It's all right when you get to our stately years. You know, and we're all right with a, with a port or something. You, three bottles of wine at lunch. It's disgraceful. It wasn't just me. It was Chris and Sharon. Yes, I know Chris In and fact, Sharon. In fact, I think we left some. 
We really? left some. <laughs> Mark wants to know whether uh, you, John, me, John, Alan and Paul have agents. No. 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 i tell you what, you don't need an agent if, if you're actually in employment. No. Because what, what's the point of paying somebody commission for something that you've already got yourself? Every job I've ever got, I've got myself. Every job you've got, you've got, got yourself. Myself. You get it through, through contacts. Yeah, I get it through contacts. And yeah. well, Steve's been on LBC for 375 years. I've been with him As for Richard 15 and a half As Richard reminded me the other years. day, he said, I remember Steve Allen when he was a boy. Which I thought was rather sweet. We said at the meeting. You were never a boy. I always was never a, man. a boy. Exactly. Ray and Barkingside says, John, don't start about the broken lights again. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do broken <laughs> we lights. We did do well that night, didn't we? We did. You cl- you shouted at me, I'd been there 30 seconds, and I don't stand on that, boom, straight on it. Sort of like that, and then you did it. I know. In the middle of it. Stevie says, I've never done the riverboat thing. Do they go from the Tower of London? Yeah, there's a pier at the Tower of London. There is. Pick it up anywhere. In fact, the, the one from... Um, the pier that we got on at Charing Cross stops at all the... But it's like a stopping at a bus stop. Mm. Uh, but uh, when this... When he puts his foot down, this thing takes off. Was Sit it? at the back to get the full... It's, fan, it's like G-Ford. Oh. Wasn't it um, a catamaran you were on? Yes, it was a catamaran. Yeah, catamaran. Because yeah. they have all different types of boats. You don't think about it, do you? You think... The, the, catamaran's the best one. Yeah, I want to drive fast. one. I want to put it into... It must be mm. easy. It must be like driving a dodgy. Put it into reverse. Because I think Ooh, o- O2, uh, who, who own the, the, the Dome, when there's a big concert on, if you book in advance, you can go on their boat from Charing Cross Pier to the Dome and back again and yeah. pay a supplement and go into a, a lounge and drink champagne all the way. I did that when I went to see Frank Sinatra. Did you? Yeah. We drank champagne all the way. Really? All and the way all to the Las way, Vegas? All the way back, <laughs> all the way there, during the show. It was so funny, actually. I always wanted to see Frank Sinatra. And then in comes this little man. Yes, he is little. It was, it was really quite interesting. Listen, we have to take uh, a very quick uh, uh, break. And Isn't Christopher after- Biggins talking about meeting Frank Sinatra on that come dime with He me? did mention it, yes. Yeah. He did mention it. Well, not many people he hasn't. He hasn't mentioned or, or, uh, or actually escorted or been with. I find him fascinating. <laughs> Why I Hate Starbucks by William Sitwell, because this is after the uh, Peter Mandelson story the other day, <laughs> so that's going to run again. Uh, and here she is. Uh, this is the, uh, the crooked parent. This is Jeanette Mercer. This is the one who protected her son who shot little Reese. And uh, oh, yes. she said, it turns out she's working as an old brass as well. And as I said on air before, must be charming, mustn't it? You're in prison for murder and your mother's working as a prostitute. How fantastic is that? What a class family. I bet Christmas time must be hilarious. <laughs> oh, sorry, love client on the phone. Back in a minute. And that's about as long as it would take, Watch I should the imagine. Turkey. You watch the turkey, yes. I must tell you, in the next part of the programme, about a lovely book, a fantastic book, mm. that's just been sent to me. And it's, look, it's a... It's Big. that he- Oh, sorry, you can't get how heavy it is. Listen. It's that heavy. That it's was my a, foot. I know, it's a really super book. So we'll tell you about that. 84850 steve at uk. More of your texts and emails and loads of other things besides. Plus more from the papers. And uh, what else are we going to do? Oh, I don't know. We'll think of something. News is next. Good morning, everybody. Nice to be company. It's Friday morning. It's LBC 97.3. And it's Steve Allen's early breakfast. Uh, 84850. Somebody says, why, why'd you get a driver? Because I'm immensely successful. <laughs> I get a driver too. <laughs> yes, John. John gets a driver. I get a driver. Uh, Amanda gets a driver too. Yes. And uh, who else gets a driver? Oh, Richard Hake, who does the news, gets a driver. Everyone on the news day gets, gets a driver. We have to at this time of the morning. So, in other words, there's probably about about twenty or thirty. Dri- in fact, not just us. All of Capital get drivers. Yeah. Uh, Heart. Heart. Classic. Galaxy. They all classic. get them. XFM. <laughs> There's a whole... In fact, you can't move around here for cars. <laughs> you can't move for cars, and we love every minute of it. It's fantastic. Uh, Jane Milligan is going to be in Hot Mikado. 
Hot Mikado. Hot Mikado. I went to see Hot Mikado. Jane Milligan, called Spike's daughter, yes. does my newspaper review, and that's down at the Queen's as well. Uh, when John comes to visit me, uh, maybe you could pop in too. So there you go. There you go. It's nice, isn't it? Uh, take the penthouse suite at the City Grange Hotel. Fantastic views of the Tower in London, says Stan. That's Thank nice. you for that. Didn't Tom Jones look better, somebody says, without oh, the fantastic. dying of the hair? Yeah. He was I great agree. on Jonathan Ross, actually. Yes. Jonathan Ross has slightly improved in his interview. I mean, his interviewing skills are terrible, actually. Who, Jonathan Ross? Yeah, they're dreadful. But he has calmed down a bit. He's well. not as naughty as he used to be, even with the women. Can't afford to be. No, he can't. He I'm really surprised can't. he's not been sued, actually, by I think now. he was on with Anna Friel the other night. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. she's pretty. Yeah. I wonder who's on this week. I know, Jason Manford's on this week. Who? Jason Manford. Oh, who's Comedian. That? Oh, right. Um, Manchester. Never, never heard of him. Oh, you will. Never heard of him. He's one of the panellists on 8 out of 10 cats. I'm still number wise. Uh, oh, right. Oh, he's, he's funny. Who's Lovely nice picture looking? of uh, Sarah Harding looking... Drunk. A bit out of it again, I'm afraid. Poor old Sarah. What, what a reputation to have. Nobody ever goes, Sarah Harding, good singer. What do they go? Sarah Harding, lush. But she has actually got sad. a good voice. Yeah, it's a shame we never hear it, though. Well, she's it? the only one that says that... And uh, here I am walking primrose, which she repeats. And I was, I here said, I am walking primrose. That's the line from The Promise. Oh, was it? Oh. It's, oh, here okay. I am walking primrose. Oh. And then she repeats it. And everyone's going, what does that mean? Uh, but actually, primrose is a dog. And she's walking primrose in the oh. park. A bit like Robbie's great, uh, great contribution to angels and down the waterfall. Brilliant. <laughs> Marvellous. Wherever it, it may take Wherever you. it may take me. I mean, you can just, you know, that, that sells it to me as far as I'm <laughs> it concerned. It was funny, because uh, Take That were on the Brits the other night. And they did do, a sp- I thought that song, that song is so dreary that they sing. Which one? I can't remember what it is now. It's dreary. This could be the last day of... Uh-huh. It might be that one. Might dreary as There appears to be no hook to one of their songs. One of them was very good. Patience was good. Patience was good. This one... It's only because Gary Barlow just squeezes his legs together and gets those high notes. <laughs> he is. Because I think there's only two sing. I think Gary Barlow and Mark Owen, the other two just la la la. Yeah, they do, and they bob up and down. And they bob the up and down. They, they definitely don't sing. But they he, they came down on a, almost like what you call a flying saucer. It was like... Um, oh, well, I thought that was taking the mickey out of Robbie. Was it? Oh, because yes, of the aliens. Because of the aliens. <laughs> yes. So I thought that somebody had said, listen, what we're going to do, we'll have you coming in on, <laughs> it's sort of like a shelf, but we're going to pretend it's a flying saucer because Robbie's so barking mad. So that's what they did, and of course nobody saw the irony of it, but except Robbie me. wasn't there. Of course not. <laughs> but I mean, the paper... Well, he, what's he to do with music? The papers that day were full of, you know, there's going to be a big surprise, take that, da da Well, that's what everybody thinks. join them? No. He's not going to join them. Well, as we've said before a million times, why would Robbie need to? Uh, a, he's he's happy with his own solitude. Got plenty of money. Got plenty of money. Hasn't got any career. Uh, and take that are far more successful without him than they were with him. And also, he was the one who walked out. And also, how could he suddenly come along and then start singing the songs that are, that are now just for the four of them? Well, it happened only the other night. Strange you should mention that. Not with them, but um, um, Paul Simon was doing a concert. Simon, Simon Garfunkel. Simon Garfunkel, Simon. who walks on stage and sings Art Garfunkel. Oh, really? Sings three songs with him, audience go mad, and then they announce, we're touring again. Oh, how fabulous. They're touring again. Now, I don't know if any of you have got something, if you have to be a certain age to remember Simon Garfunkel, but the oh. album was one, they've, they've got one which is at, um, uh, in the park, which they did years and years ago, yeah. which was just sensational. And <clears> then they did another one in a, in a stadium, and it was fabulous. How old is Art <laughs> Garfunkel now? Must be 60? Seven. 67. 67. 
Well, I mean, just bright eyes. And Bridge Over Chub of Water. Oh. oh, oh wonderful. Oh. Wonderful. Just get An that anthem. album. Just get the album. It's got all the songs, Boxer, yeah. Baby Dry, everything. Wonderful. Good stuff. Wonderful music. It's nice. as good today as it was then. Do you know what you're, you're doing? You've, what? you've turned into an old person. Me? Uh, do you know? You're I know that. I am turning into an And every an day person. I do it. Every day. Th- you can always tell if you're old because you go, do you know... I remember when that was so-and-so, so-and-so, or I remember when this mm. was, or I remember when, as I said to you a minute ago, I came up to London on a quid, and for that you got ten cigarettes, ten <laughs> number six, and a box of matches, because nobody had lighters, no. and you could have uh, Woolworths. Remember Woolworths? Used to be a shop on High Street, you no. won't remember it now. Anyway, went years ago. You could get a sausage roll and a cup of tea. Yeah. And you could for get... a pound. Less than... A, I could come up, and the train fare, all in for a quid. Yeah, I know. Uh, but we used to go out, my friend Stephen and I used to go out to the pub when we were about 16, with 50 pence. Ten shit for what it was fifty pence in your pocket, and that would buy in a pub. You could get three halves of lager, and your bus fare home. Well, they sold bus tickets at the pub. Well, no, you, what sort of pub was that? No, you found the bus. I saw a ten shilling note on selling Greenwich Market. We Lovely. went to Greenwich Market. It's quite a nice little market. A bit of rubbish there, but uh, there was one guy selling old pennies. Mm-hmm. And I said I've to Chris, I said to Chris, I said, look at those old pennies. He didn't remember them. Oh, Harry, d- how old is he? I'm quite clearly not. Come on. Exactly, that's what I said. But how much is a ten shilling note going for now? A ten shilling a note. A ten shilling note, which is worth fifty pence. Fifty pence. It used to be a note, ladies and gentlemen. It was a note. <laughs> Lovely yeah. note. If you opened up a birthday card, oh. as anybody will tell you, and there was a ten shilling note in there, you went whoopie doo. I used to get them in my birthday cards. Six quid they're charging. Really? Oh, Six it's quid. They're for beautiful, though. It's currency. Do you but... know, I, I, I thought... Shall I buy one? Should I buy one or should I not buy And I thought, no, I can't bring myself to buy one. I've got two farthings at home. Yeah, but you think they're current currency, don't you? That's the trouble. They look like five P pieces, but they're prettier. We have to take a short break for the uh, news. They found a snake in uh, in a river. I think it's a a doctored picture. They say it's a hundred feet long. In England? No, no, not here. No, it's in um, remote foreign place. (laughs) Australia. They say it's a hundred feet long. I'll show you the picture in a minute. I don't believe it at all. Short break. Six fifteen. News headlines. Lucy Coward. usual. Let's have a look at the uh, the travel. It's Hugh Broom. <laughs> Thank <laughs> no. you very much. Uh, right, we'll start with the A23 Brixton Hill. It's closed both ways. Lambert Road to Brixton Water Lane. It's all because of a police incident. It will be closed, the police say, through the whole of Russia, Brixton Hill, so please avoid it. It's already getting a bit busy uh, on the diversion route, which is just around the residential road, so uh, try and avoid that. So Brixton Hill closed both ways. Lambert Road to Brixton Water Lane. Uh, elsewhere in Wilston, the high roads closed both ways at Spencer Road because of a police incident and then in Stratford Leightonstone Road is closed both ways between Francis Street and the Grove outside Maryland Station again another police incident that was a stabbing overnight uh, for the M2 it's closed coastbound for recovery work between 5 uh, which is the Maidstone A249 turning and Junction 6 at Faversham they're recovering a lorry although that should reopen in the next 20 minutes or so good service on the tubes uh, because of the uh, stabbing incident up near uh, Stratford on the Leightonstone Road Maryland Station is currently closed so National Express East Anglia not stopping there advising you Stratford Station instead although they do they they think the station will probably op- reopen before at uh, the end of this morning's rush app. The next update's in 15 minutes. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confuse.com for car insurance. The choice is clear.
And with the news headlines, Lucy Coward. Two teenagers have been stabbed to death overnight in separate attacks across London. Scientists claim women who live in deprived areas of London and the southeast are much more likely to develop cervical cancer. And FBI agents in the US have tracked down Texan billionaire Sir Alan Stanford and charged him with a £6.5 billion fraud. The FTSE 100 resumes trading this morning at 40.18 after closing down 11 points last night. London's weather, sun rises at 5 past 7. A cloudy start with the odd patch of light rain. Brighter by midday as the cloud breaks up. More patchy rain by late afternoon. Feeling mild, highs of 11 degrees Celsius, similar to yesterday. It's 7 degrees right now at Bank. Join London's biggest conversation with Ken Livingstone. What angle can I have on my gardening tip? which brings in Valentine's Day. I don't know about you, but I'm always appalled at the rip-off. Suddenly all the flowers have doubled in price. And there's almost nothing you can do in the garden. I mean, the roses you might give aren't going to appear before the summer. And daffodils are pretty, you know, bog-standing around all the time. But if you actually were to plant lots of little snowdrop bulbs, you can just go out and pick a nice little bunch and pass them to your loved one and say we haven't had to take out a mortgage to buy you something for Valentine's Day. There you are, that's your ex-mayor's cheapskate um, Valentine's Day gift. London's biggest conversation continues with Ken Livingstone. This Saturday morning from 10, LBC 97.3. As a business grows, it inevitably becomes more complex, but it pays to keep things simple where possible. So join James Max for the business programme with IBM Express Advantage for a quick and easy roundup of the latest from the world of commerce and stay ahead of your competition. Log on to lbc.co.uk for details and join James Max for the business programme. Sunday afternoons from 5 with IBM Express Advantage Solutions. Simply designed to help your business. LBC 97.3. Do you want a Hollywood smile without paying film star prices? Dentist Ball in Turkey provides quality dental treatment, veneers, crowns or implants at incredibly low prices. Enjoy a holiday in Turkey that'll leave you smiling for years. For a consultation in London, call 0800 1982 or visit dentistanbul.com. BC 97.3 Steve Allen Text 84850 They say ignorance is bliss. Here's Joe. He says, I thought I'd mention that Jade Goody is dying from cervical cancer given to her by a man. I think you need to go back to the textbooks and learn what you're talking about. I've never heard so much drivel in my entire life. It doesn't work like that, sadly, Joe. I think that was to say, you know, there is ignorance and then there is ignorance. Uh, 84850, and, uh, says here, um, you have a moment coming soon. You're going to meet your friend, uh, Richard. <laughs> You've met him before. Have I? Yeah. I think so? Yes. Oh, I don't Let's know. talk about Richard M. Yeah. You've met him before. And the son. Yeah. We've met the son. Yes. I, 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 that Jack worked on my programme. I've, I've met both. Richard. Am I going to share my satsumas, uh, Keith? No. Because John Warrington's <laughs> eating No, I'm them not. All. <laughs> because John Warrington's eating. I think Richard Madeley's got more than enough money, a million quid a year for an audience of 8,000. I would think he can bring me satsumas. I'll tell you what, I, I've <laughs> been in, I've, um, I was at a, um, a, a fundraiser for Karen Keating, a glorious mm. uh, daughter, after she died. And Richard and Judy were at the next table for me. Mm. And I like their book club. I, I really do. It's excellent. Don't forget to mention the book. Um, but, oh, yeah. Um, the, they are... Here's he a very, very good-looking man. Very He's still tall. not having my satsumas. I don't I care. think you should leave him one satsuma. It's only a little one. That's a kind of a welcome to LBC 97.3 thing. 
Put I'll find f- out after I've seen his fee. Put that <laughs> 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 I'll find, if his fee looks that impressive, he can buy his own Satsumas. <laughs> he might bring But anyway, Richard Maidley is, without you, although actually I'd have booked them both. You see, if you could have both, oh, yes, yes, because then I think you could get a good argument going. He has said he's looking forward to some good arguments. Mm, so he's definitely not having my Satsumas. But he's going to be here sitting in for Andrew Pierce from 11. On Sunday. Apparently we're having the studio redecorated. Oh, no. Apparently, oh, this, he can't work in blue, it's well, got to be green He hasn't got far to come, because he's up near me. In fact, he's up near Andrew Pierce. Oh, oh is he? Up there. Oh, that's why, then. In the hills of London. Uh, Friday, you've got Sex in the City with Jim Davis. Yes. I can't bear talking about sex. I find it the most depressing thing under <laughs> the sun. <laughs> and worse, the... even hearing somebody else talking about it. That's because it's such a distant memory, Steve. It, well, it, it, it is, actually, yes. Ken Livingston from 10 on Saturday, mm-hmm. and he'll be talking to his former senior advisor, Lee Jasper. Nick, notice there was a stunned silence there. Yes, I've just swallowed <laughs> Richard's last Satsuma. <laughs> uh, Nick, oh, Adrian Mills is in as well. Oh. Uh, Nick Conrad's here from uh, one. John Cushing's scoring at three, as only he can. There's a joke there, but we can't do it. Uh, and I'm in conversation with Peter Purvis. Oh, Blue Peter. morning. Blue Peter. Isn't it his anniversary or something? He's 70. He's 70. The day that we spoke, it was his birthday. It was his 70. birthday. How I bought him a cake. He could Everybody bought him a cake. He brought us in a cake that the last people he spoke to gave him. So right. he said, oh, I brought you in a cake so you can have cake. I said, well, that's strange, because I bought you a birthday cake. He said, I can't eat cake. I'm diabetic. <laughs> I thought, I'm diabetic and I eat cake. <laughs> and I'm going to eat all that cake. I can eat all of that stuff. Uh, Richard Madeley, I mentioned, uh, he'll be talking to Max Clifford, who'll be on his way to Jade Goody's wedding. Yes, on so Sunday. So have yes. that. Uh, Simon Calder's travel clinic is from two. Right. So, and uh, he's doing... Uh, cruises. He is, is he? Yeah. It's interesting uh, with the travel industry at the moment, the number of people that are avoiding the Eurozone, and I'm sure mm. Simon will back me up on this, the number of people that are coming and going, they're not going to Spain, they're not going to France, they're not going to Germany, they, they're going to places like Tunisia, to Turkey, to Morocco, to Egypt, even in the summer. And a lot of people are saying, do you know what, let's do Far East this time, anywhere yeah. to avoid the Euro. Yeah, that's nice. Far East is, is good. Yeah, great. Far East great. is Very, good. very good value for money. Well, Christmas, I think we're, we're going back to Finland. But you mean Lapland? We're going to Lapland. Wonderful. But we're going to do the New Year's Eve. Oh, we're not going to do Christmas because we, we've done Christmas. I've got a new brochure that's just come in. Have you? That, and I'll bring that in. Oh, right. In fact, we, I, I think we want to go to the same place. To the, to the, the new, with Canterbury Travel? Yeah. yeah. We think we're probably going to go to Luosto. I might drop it off on Sunday morning oh, as I idea. come out of the club and it, you'll have it here. You can share it with Richard. Oh, nice. He's still not having my satsumas, I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, everybody's saying that Tom Jones looks very good. A lot of people saying uh, that uh, Tom Jones, A, looked much, much better, mm. and B, showed the others what it really was uh, all about. And his new song is great. Have you heard it? He sang it on the Jonathan Ross. Yeah, I think he's good, actually. Yeah, brilliant. Um, another one here says, uh, so you all get taxes. Yes. Tax. They're not taxes. They're not taxes. They're chauffeur-driven They're chauffeur-driven limousines. Excuse me. We're not just exactly. any old radio station. <laughs> <laughs> this is global radio. Johnny says, I live on Brixton Hill. It's going to be gridlock in the surrounding areas. Leave early or avoid anywhere near it. Yes, something... No intention of going anywhere near it. No, but they have been talking about that all morning, haven't I they? I am. Oh, on Monday coaches. morning there's an Oscar special. Yes. With uh, Joe Parkinson and James Hartigan. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to the Oscars. Really? I like them. Although, I like them on Fast Forward. I know you don't like them. You always well, turn yeah, your nose p- up. A p- bit. Do you know? I I love the funny bit, which is the uh, they have the seat movers. Yes. So they have so somebody go, gets up to go to the toilet and they have a seat filler and they nip in and sit down and pretend they're there. Do you think they look alike? So if Nicole Kidman gets up to have a little wee, yeah, they get a, a Nicole Kidman look alike that sits in her place. Well, I don't know. I never thought about that. Be interesting to see if um, <laughs> if what's the name, if uh, Penelope Cruz gets the uh, award. Uh, for Best Supporting Actress for yeah. Vicky Cristina Barcelona. It'd be interesting because both... Then that means that 
that his two ex-wives or two ex-girlfriends have both got awards and Tom Cruise has never ever been given an Oscar. Really? I don't think I think he was nominated once for an Oscar. Oh. He's not done very well Tom Cruise. No, well he needs a big hit film Valkyrie's not that great either I'm afraid. Yeah, it's not great. I've got to see Slumdog Millionaire. Somebody offered me a pirate copy the other day. I said it's certainly not. You go to the cinema and pay certainly for not. it. Uh, Mandy says the judges should have a heart. Why turn down Jade's Jack by uh you know, not so they can relax the bail conditions so they can spend their wedding night together. Because he's a convicted thug, that's why. He beat up around the head with a, 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 a golf club, a 15-year-old boy. Yeah. So he's out on... They're very lucky they've let him out, otherwise he'd still be in there. And also, as well, you give in to one, yeah. then you give in to all. Absolutely, it's and then you go, rule. well, he actually got out, so uh, perhaps we just let him move in with her. No, definitely. Definitely not, as far as I know. Uh, 84850, uh, Neil says Woolies are coming back. Only online, though. Only yeah, online, it's not the same. same. It's not the same as going and buying your ladybirds and your, your books. I think somebody's pads. bought the ladybird brand. Um, brand. Oh, yes, well, yes, because that's that would be yeah, one of the big stores should do that. Yeah, something like Debenhams or Marks and Spencers or something. Yeah. Oh, and Dee says ten number six. You were rich. We got <laughs> three number ten singles, two p each. Bag of chips, ten p, and off to the marquee. Ten p. Ten p. Well, for see, a bag we of used chips. to get threepence, sixpence, and a shilling for pocket money. No, for <laughs> oh, I wish two and six a week. I got pocket money. Twelve yeah. and a half pence. Yeah. And five we thought bob, we'd I arrived. To, I used to get five bob. Five bob? Mm. What's five bob? It's five shillings. Oh, five shillings. Wait a minute, how much, I've got to think how much that is, and I've got to see it in my mind. Five. That's two half crowns. Two half, oh, that's right, it was five shillings for yeah. two half crowns. Yeah. Well, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, they were lovely half crowns, weren't yeah. they? Uh, coming up with Nick Ferrari on uh, Breakfast this Morning, Lucy Beresford uh, is doing the papers for them. They're talking about multicultural Britain. Uh, London Fashion Week as well. I never yes. understand London Fashion Week. It's very if I important. Lived, if I lived to be 35, I wouldn't understand <laughs> It's very it. important, and Green's in this year. Yeah. And also, uh, challenge, apparently, uh, Tom Cheel is challenging Cheel again. Oh. I thought I read this out two days ago, actually. I feel I'm reading out the same thing. Does Tom Cheel do a challenge He does, or he does. Doesn't he do a walk? Oh, right. he used to do a walk or something around Well, it Great says Britain. Kitchen Helper, but I read out Kitchen Helper two days ago on the programme. Is he still doing it again? What is a kitchen helper? Is that like doing washing up? I thought it was a busboy, yeah, someone who did the washing up. Yeah. And cut, cleared away the thing. Oh, chopping. Mm. Peeling and chopping. Imagine that. I'm excited. That'll be good on radio, won't it? Peeling and chopping. <coughs> chopping. Very exciting. And uh, Jade Goody's kids, will they resent the media glare later? I don't think so. Not with a million and a half and the best education in the world. They won't be resenting anything. But they won't, they won't know anything about it because they'll just grow up. Oh, I they'll... should imagine everything's been saved. What, the money? Oh, no, pr press cuttings. Every single oh, thing. Oh, well, of course they will. Oh, good remember Lord, yes. their mum. Yeah. Poor woman's not dead yet. Uh, and then they'll start being disheartened by some of the stuff they'll read about the press. That's mm. why. We have to take uh, a very short break. Oh, also, uh, coming up 9.50 this morning, because I don't think he gets up till 9, uh, Richard Maidley, still not having my satsumas, <laughs> who's uh, covering for Andrew Pearce this Sunday. You're giving him a lot enough plugs. <laughs> after, after the break, and once we've got the sport over, I'm going to talk to you about Doolally. No, you're not. And Nincompoops. No. Argy Bargy. No. Capital. No. Wag. And enough. Gone. Enough. Zeppelin. Have to take a short break. Oh, don't forget, something of interest on steveallenshow.com or steveallenshow.co.uk. LBC. Road. While you were trudging on with that, I had Kevin down between my legs and here and fiddling <laughs> around. But, uh, luckily... <laughs> what you do. Well, it's, well, the trouble is I'm always amazed that people can see things in the dark. I can't see things... Yeah, but I can't see things in the light. <laughs> You know, and I put my glasses on because we'd, uh, somebody had sort of moved one of the little pins on the headphone. It's a technical term. Pins. And, uh, and, he's, fiddled, and he's got it working. <laughs> I'm quite impressed by this. Very clever, isn't he? I know. He didn't even have a sonic screwdriver like Doctor Who. He just he came didn't. up the standard one. I've got, a, I've got a screwdriver at home. It's got a torch built into it. Really? It's like a sonic screwdriver. In fact, I also have, because I got a bit carried away a short while ago. I thought I'd go through a DIY phase. So I went out and bought two Black & Decker drills in a case. 
So right. I've got two Black & Decker rechargeables, which I, I have re- recharging. They're very handy. <laughs> very useful if ever <laughs> you want to... Put a shelf up. Put a shelf up. Unfortunately, I don't ever want to put a shelf up. Couldn't that man go around and fix your oven? Probably. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Alex says... Uh, he went to the Panoramic Restaurant at Kempton the other day, right. and he said it was very good. They had a three-course meal, which was fantastic. Uh, you have a great view of the track and TVs everywhere. Nothing worse than those transvestites. They just walk around, <laughs> don't they, even at racetracks. There he he said, the ladies from the tote come to the table. They're still doing that, are they? Oh, I like that. They come, come up and they, they go, take a bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, that, that is good. That's good, The dogs yeah. up in um, Walthamstow, they used to do that. Yeah. The posh bit. Yeah. Uh, he says, <laughs> you never need to get up. In fact, you probably can't after the drink. They paid £69 each, but they now offer a two-for-one during February, and they won 100 quid. So he said, I can only recommend that for a night out, which very is good. good. However, uh, Charlotte Grey, which he picked, came seventh out of 13, so that wasn't very good at all. <laughs> uh, total loss now, £31.21. However, the sports editor picked Distinctly Game second. I know. I actually See, watched the race last night, did in, you? in between the cricket, and uh, beaten right on the line. I thought I'd had a winner. Second. If you've gone each way... Yeah, well, it was about three to one, so I wouldn't have won much each Oh, right. Yeah, but I've often said... Well, no. A couple of pennies in your pocket is better than nothing. Total profit now, you lost two pounds. Ten pounds forty-seven. So we're off to it. You'll like this one today. Friday's selection is the 2.30 at Southall. Tender process. (laughs) Tender process. Tender process. I like that word, tender. And process always reminds me of peas, anyway. Doesn't it, I never it did processed peas. Process my, aunt, peas. my auntie Winifred used to do processed peas. Tinned peas. Tinned peas. Yeah. Horrible mm. things. Anyway, <laughs> so tender process. You weren't grateful for them during the war. Well, she though. isn't with us anymore. <laughs> we had her packed off <laughs> in a home with Auntie Edith. So anyway, what are you going? To? Uh, I'm also going to Southern with the uh, the 340 High Cross. High Cross. High Cross. High Cross. High Cross. That's famous, isn't it? High Cross. No, it's New High Grove. Cross. New Cross. High Grove. All right. <laughs> New Cross. High Cross. <laughs> just remember, it's only for fun. I know a lot of people have written in saying, I've just lost my house on the strength of your programme. <laughs> <laughs> we only do it for fun. OK, it's not serious. And we're only playing with a mythical two pounds each time. But he's d- you did quite well, didn't you? Win- I have a winner. There's a couple of winners. He's had a couple of winners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm in profit for the year, so You are. Yeah, he's done really well. Which is much better than Mr Cushion, who nearly lost more for money than the Bank of yes, Scotland. Yes, but the trouble is, I, went, I mean, he, he used to get his tip straight from the horse's mouth. You know what horses are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't even speak the language. <laughs> Waste of time. <laughs> anyway, t- tender process. We should find out Monday, Phil. Yep. There you go. Thank you. How well we do. We'll put them up on the website so you can check them later. Indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Phil, of course, is going through hell at the moment. John. Oh, he's still on the wagon. He stopped drinking. Okay, yeah. Day, day 21. I think that's mine. I actually stopped for two days. Worst year of my life. Worst year of my life. I started remembering things. It wasn't yesterday, that's for sure. No, it wasn't yesterday. No. <laughs> because we went to Greenwich. And okay. Three <laughs> bottles of wine. Yeah, between for three lunch. of us. Oh, really? Yes. The kids were drinking, too. We started them early. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle at five is fabulous. Marvellous. Two spritzers. She's telling bawdy jokes, singing songs, <laughs> up on the table, shimmying it here. <laughs> it's worth watching if you've seen what she looks like, as you have if you've been out with us. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Right. I, I must mention a book very quickly because mm. it got sent to me the other day and it's by a guy called Chris Woodward. He's a professional magician, uh, a member of the... Uh, he's a Gold Star member of the Inner Magic Circle in London, but he's done a book, not on magic, right. but on the London Palladium. It's just fantastic. Mm. It really is. They sent it to me and it's got the London Palladium's history. It used to be a circus... Really? Oh, yes. It used to be a private house. Then it was a circus. I can see how it would be a private house, because oh. from the front, it looks like it could be That's a private house. That's what it looked house. like. That's what it, wow. I'm showing you here. A lovely what, uh, front garden it's got there. Nice front garden. Person. But it's got everything in here. This book has got all the names of the people. Oh, I should also mention that Chris is a, is a water rat as well. But it's got just everything in here. If you want to know about what I think is one of 
One of the best theatres. I mean, everybody always wants to play the London Palladium. I've never been lucky enough. Sunday night at the London Palladium. Sunday night at the London Palladium. All those days. With old Brucey. Bruce Forsyth. And all the names. People who will remember Mr Pastry. Do you remember Mr... Oh, you remember Mr Pastry? I am that old. How old are you? (laughs) You're older than that. 36. Frankie Howard. Ah, the lovely Frankie Howard. In Dick Whittington. Yes. I don't actually think in Dick Whittington. I think he was part of the cast. David Nixon. David Nixon, yes. Yeah, I mean, he was a magician, wasn't Terry he? Terry Thomas. Terry Thomas. Love Billy Terry Cotton. Thomas. Billy Cotton. George Formby. Yep. All played the Palladium. Dolores Gray, Les Paul and Mary Ford. Somebody I've never heard of called Peter Lind Hayes. No. Doesn't mean anything to me. No. But uh, also Mary Healy. Ah, they're obviously American comedians. Lena Horne, Jack yep. Benny. Jack Benny. All in it. Absolutely fantastic book. It really is. You can only get it... By going online. Oh, so it's a... a, a yeah. Not so what we'll do, can we put... I'll, I'll, I'll make sure this actually goes on the blog today, mm. and it's jeremymillspublishing.co.uk. I think you, actually, you might be able to get it elsewhere, but you can buy it online. I've got no idea how much it costs, but I just know that it's the world's... one of the world's greatest theatres, and this is a super book. It's the most famous. I think you'll find that Judy Garland appeared there. Everybody. Barbara Streisand. Yes. All of those yeah. big, big acts It's just It's there. super, super book. But as I say, check how much it is first, but it's, it's well worth getting. It's a weighty tome. So well done to Chris for that, and I'll put it, the details up on the blog later on today. Also, if you check out my uh, website, steveallenshow.com, or steveallenshow.co.uk. And there'll be a link to that, to be how yeah. to buy that book. There's some links on there as, uh, as well. Uh, well done to Noreen. Had a lot of screaming on the telephone yesterday between her and, uh, and Diane. So that was good news. Well, did I mention Richard Madeley without my Satsumas is here on, uh... I'm leaving him. I'm going to leave him a secret It'll have gone Satsuma. off by Sunday. No, it won't. I'll imagine the heat in here. It'll the probably heat. reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary Craig, we look forward to seeing you as well. So that's good. Um, over the weekend, it's all going to be Jade. JJJ. Uh, yes. JJ, JJ, well, it JJ. is her weekend, isn't it? Really? It is her weekend, and uh, you can only give her I'm that. I'm dying to know who's going to the wedding. Well, me too. One of the poses I said said 150. Somebody said 300. I'm thinking, who are they going to invite? Shil Pachetti's not going. We she's know that. Not, I wondered if no, she said she, she said she can't because she's filming. Well, that's possible, and she mm. may not be in the country. But the the thing I is, think it's going to be a load of people who don't know her. Well, the thing is as well, you've got to watch out. Is you, you have to forget. You mustn't forget. She's she's quite poorly, and. She'll only be able to do so much. She cannot. I think people sit think there. that she's going to be sort of chatting away to it. She won't be. No, she won't be. The she's hospital medical staff tired. will be there as well. She, in yeah. fact, th- she might not even make it yet. We don't know if she's going to do the thing. No, it's all booked, and they booked could... all the rooms in the hotel, but they don't know. I think it's booked for the whole weekend because they said that they might even have to bring it forward. Yeah. If she's not feeling very yeah. well. Well, they, they, they've, they've changed the, uh, the dress, so that's, uh, so that's good. That so was a gift keep... from uh, Harrods, wasn't it? Yes. Hmm. It was only. Uh, only three and a half thousand pounds. Only. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much people pay for wedding dresses now. Well, you can pay you can... twenty-five thousand pounds. Yeah. Nice. Uh, another sunny day in Saudi Arabia, says uh, Devante. Yes, well, it always is in Saudi Arabia. Mm. Perfect time of the year to go. And says I've witnessed another stabbing in this country in your papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the low life responsible need to be shipped over here and witness the public punishments. No comfy cells and three hot meals a day here. The system is harsh, but it works. Say hello to my uh, wife, Sandra, and boys, Antonio and Carlo, home in Ricelip. That's it. I mean, they have public floggings. Yes, I'm not so sure that I'm not sure a public flogging about is the right that answer. At all. No, I mean, but I... we don't know what, what the deterrent is. Oh, the det- what? Well, is, is there any deterrent? If somebody's going to carry a knife, then... Oh, we have to have a, take a quick break. But they're not going to be remotely bothered about somebody going, oh, you're going to be going to prison for a year. They couldn't care less. No, not at all. Terrible. More from John in a uh, moment. It's 16 to 7.
This, it continues after the news with Nick Ferrari at breakfast, LBC 97.3. Oh, and Richard Madeley. Did I mention Richard Madeley is going to be with no, Nick Ferrari? I've never heard anyone get so much... Is he's it, not having my satsumas. He's not, isn't Nick Ferrari? He is. He's, he's popping in at... Well, I he's, he's popping in or on the phone. Oh, right. He's, he's probably still in his pyjamas, I should imagine. It's a little early, quarter to seven, isn't it? So, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm not trying to make you jealous, Steve, says Gronya, but I'm listening to you from the shores of the Sea of Galilee. Wonderful. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? Beautiful. I wouldn't mind being on the shores sea of, of the Galilee. Sea, sea of Galilee. How biblical. How it big- is biblical, g- isn't biblical. it? Biblical. Yes. I like that. Uh, 84850, steve at uk. Uh, another one here. This is from, um... I did, uh, I did hear, says Keith, that Jade's Wedding is going to be shown live on TV. Um, yes. I don't think they're going to show it live. I think it's part of the, the living. Living TV. Living, because yeah. she has a contract a with them. So they've, they've been running a documentary. But I bet TV. you anything, and I've said before, and I'm never wrong, that uh, they're already putting together programmes about her for all the TV stations, with the exception of BBC. I don't think the BBC will ever do it, because she was never a BBC person. No, but they do. She, she has been on BBC News. Yeah, but they won't. They, all they'll just they say won't is... do a thing. The reality yeah. star, Jade Goody, has passed away, whatever it happens to yeah. be. But I think the other ones, Channel 5, 4 especially, will be putting together a, a huge programme. Oh, yes. It'll be, be a whole Big Brother thing. Yeah. Actually... Talking of, of uh, things which you talk about, there was uh, the front page of the Metro the yes. other day. I don't know if you saw it. Some yob. I mean, I, can, I, I can't even find the words to tell you this morning how revulsed I feel by it. But he was drunk, and he picked up his kitten. Don't tell me about people being cruel to animals. And he shoved it in the microwave. Oh, that's disgusting. And when the thing came out, because somebody else took it out quickly, it had to be put down, quite oh. clearly. And uh, it was in there... And you think to yourself, what person in their right mind, mentally ill or otherwise, could ever do this? And I can't think of any punishment that would fit the crime for that sort no. of person. Uh, and actually, I'm that's a big, repeatable on this show. I'm a big fan of, of a program called Shameless, which mm. you've you know about Shameless, don't you? About the Chatsworth estate up in Liverpool. And I don't fa- know much about it. It's, a, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's so funny and it's so good. One of the best programs we make. But there was a scene on the other on the, the other night where the mother was trying to get the child to do something, and she got his little hamster and put it into the microwave and said, if you don't do that, I'm going to press that button. And that actually, I went, oh, don't do that. Just the very thought of it. Mm. It's absolutely awful. When you hear people putting them into washing machines. Alan's kitten, Alan Dodgen, it was in on Tuesday, his cat walked into the washing machine. Oh, well, they do, yeah. And he shut the door, and it wasn't until he had this noise. He thought, oh, my goodness, and took it out. I know. But that could have been nasty. Yeah, very nasty. But you've heard of kids climbing to washing machines. I might put you in the washing machine. Spring is in the air, says Michael Dennis. I'm sitting outside a house in Clapham waiting for a customer to come out, and I've just heard a cuckoo. He says, well, maybe that's the way I'm going this morning. <laughs> Sounds like something heard from... Heard a cuckoo? Yeah. In cuckoo. Clapham? Surely not. Cuckoo? Isn't that from Sound of Music? Sound of Music. Say goodbye to you. To you. Yeah. yeah. So long farewell. So long farewell. Avida Zaina Jew. All right. Uh, Mr. Pastry oh, was uh, portrayed by Richard Hearn. He absolutely was. Absolutely Mr. was. Pastry. Uh, my eldest <laughs> brother used to buy chips for four and a half pence. <laughs> Those were the days, yeah. <laughs> well, you used to get a penny, a penny bag of chips, didn't you? Uh, I don't think you ever got a penny. penny bag of chips. You no. must have done it Do you once, remember though. Amazon bars? Amazon bars? No. No. No, crunches and things yeah. like that. Yeah, and Keith says, I've got a ten-bob note. Should I keep it? Yes. 
Yeah, definitely. They're definitely worth money, provided they're in mint condition. Yeah, good, good condition. Yeah. I, w- I went to a restaurant once in, um, somewhere abroad that I was there, and they had all their walls covered with different currencies from around the world, and, mm. you know, that fortune on the walls at some stage. I mean, mm. some of the cum- currencies no longer in existence. But I bet there's lots of people at home that have still got pesetas and drachmas and francs and things like that. And I think that if you take them to your charity shop and put them in the box, all your old coins when you come back from holiday, just the coins, you don't have to put your notes in, they do give them to charity and it, it does get distributed quite well. All right, there you go. Uh, and Mark says, the good thing about Tom Jones now revealing his true hair colour is that he looks a lot less like David Guest. Yes. <laughs> that awful black colour that he used to have. It was silly. There's only a limit to how long you should... Look at me, I've never done mine. I'm as grey as the day I was Salt born. And pep- well, Peter Purvis is completely white. It's wonderful. Peter, and, and, and he looks good. Yeah, it does. It's, yeah. It's, it doesn't work, because if you, if you colour your hair, mm. you, you just get all the roots come through, don't you? Yes, I don't... I've never you had roots come through, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would have roots if really? I coloured it. Of course I would, because that's grey. But can it? you not put... I mean, when I've seen this stuff advertised on the television, they make it look as though this man stands in front of the bathroom mirror, <laughs> combs this stuff through, and then no, magically, he looks 50 years younger. That goes orange. That's oh, called, does it? What's that called? Not... But that's like students who refuse to go to a hairdresser to get their hair done professionally. They do it at home, and if you're bleaching your hair, it goes through the stage of orange. When they get to orange, they obviously panic because they're not bright enough to realise it's got to go down another couple of colours, mm. and so they wash it out, so they walk around with orange hair yeah, and orange. try and pretend that was the colour they wanted. Yeah, fun colour. Ridiculous people. Ridiculous. Students, don't you just love them? Look, there's a, there's a new, we've been talking about lots of old things today. Not that we're old, of course, we're just reading them in books. We've talked about us. Yeah, talked about us. <laughs> but there's a, a new dictionary coming out called Gran Slang. Gran, like your gran, and slang, like the words they used like, to use. Gran. Like gran. gran. Or like gran. Does anybody ever say gran? Do they? No, called Nan. Nan. Nana. Nana, yeah. Nana. Nana and But, but if, if, if you've got two sets, I think kids nowadays, because I'm confused in, uh, with, with my godchildren, because one is, I think, Grandma, and the other's... I can't remember what they call them, I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah. But, they, they've, but they don't call both the grandmother's grandma. I didn't either. My, no. my mum's was called Nana Cork, because she lived in Ireland. Both of mine were Nana's. Yeah, m- 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 Nana. Where Nana comes from? What is Nana short for? Is it short for anything? I've Grand never thought Nan. about it before. Grand Nanny? Nanny. But they weren't nannies, were they? Wasn't Nana... A, a dog was called Nana in, in Mary Poppins, wasn't it? No, that was in Peter Pan. Peter Pan, yes, yeah. I knew something. But Nana. Nana. It's a lovely... It's a lovely name, it's isn't nice, it? It's nice, isn't it? But you don't have... And grandmothers were good because they had wrinkly cheeks and, ch- and, and when you kissed them, they were cold and they all smelled of peppermints. <laughs> and they always had handkerchiefs tucked up their sleeves <laughs> so they could blow their nose. Isn't it the la- lavender they used to smell of, isn't it? I'm sure my nan didn't smell of lavender. My one smelled of mothballs, actually. <laughs> yes, it was. She's got an elbow, like I think, that. used to hang her in the cupboard. <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah, I love I was very close to my grandma. Anyway, this, this, um, this slang. And it's got some of the words that we use, like, doolally. You're slightly doolally. Doolally. I'm slightly doolally. And it's described in the dictionary as doolally. Insane, mad, or eccentric. Yeah. There's a lovely word here. Gay. Having or showing a merry, lively mood. Well, this right. programme's very gay, isn't it? Okay. Hullabaloo, great noise or excitement. Well, I like hullabaloo, yeah. And, and wag, which of course now is a completely, has a completely different meaning today, mm. doesn't it? What a wag is, is a person given to droll, roguish or mischievous humour. A wag? Yes, oh, well, that's the old-fashioned. Oh, so-and-so's a wag. Oh, he's James a right O'Brien, brain. he's a wag, isn't he? Is he a wag? As opposed to a brainless bimbo. <laughs> no, the, which is what the other wags are, I think. Is it, wags are just wives and girlfriends, aren't they? Or footballers. Wives and girlfriends they're generally, or someone. They're generally brin, brin, brainless bimbos, I'm afraid, most of the time. We've seen them on... The, there was a programme, I think it was wags, whatever it was. Yes, that's and they the... were awful. Sadly, we have no more time. No more time at but all. But I can tell you that a security guard called Alwyn Rondo uh, won £62,000 after a woman... He's, he's gay. After a woman harassed him. 
Really? And, uh, apparently it's just absolutely awful. His whole life has changed. He's been so traumatised by it, they've given him £62,000. Poor thing. Because What's at one point for? the woman said, all you need is a, is a good woman. Now, <laughs> most people would turn around and go, well, you're not it. <laughs> but no. And that would be the end of it. But no, he goes to court. He's very hurt. He's not emerged from his bedroom for ages now. So life, very traumatic. Very traumatic from us. And I mentioned Richard Madeley's coming up on The Breakfast Show later, without my satsons. And on Sunday. And on Sunday. And I'm here on Sunday with Peter Purvis from 7, and then The Breakfast Show from 8. Fabulous. Thank you, John, very much. My pleasure. And if you go to the Steve Allen uh, website, it's steveallenshow.com. You'll find something that will put a smile on your face today with a bit of luck, or anybody else's. The Palladium book you're talking about, the link to that. Beautiful, beautiful. Fabulous. News is next, and then it's Nick Ferrari.